Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. It's been a long time. I've missed all of you. It's been a year. I mean, I did do like one random Taylor Swift episode, but I mean, that doesn't that doesn't really count. But now we're back and I'm here to chat about Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy breaking up. We talk about the idol and how everybody should probably like, you know, avoid that show at all costs. We talk about the writer's strike and how like your favorite TV shows probably aren't going to be back for a year. You know, like speaking of things that like go on a year long hiatus, it actually is going to be like all of your favorite TV shows and movies because of the writer's strike. We go over all the info about that later on in the episode. We talk about Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. For those of you who care about Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, it's a really good time. We're going to have a lot of fun together. And I promise in the future, maybe like next week, I'll have an official like theme song back. I lost my license to my old one. It's fine. I didn't like it anyway. We're just going to roll with it. Today, there's no theme mu- music. There's no ads. But there are um, good pop culture tidbits and laughing. Oh, we also talk about Turtle Creek Lane for a little bit if that interests you. Anyway, on with the show. I hope you enjoy. Bye. All right, everybody. I'm here. After a long time, it's been a long time coming, more like a year to be exact. Honestly, I think it's probably been like exactly a year. I found out that I was pregnant basically at this time last year, and then I just like pieced out of the pod. I'm like, something's got to be cut here, and it's it's the podcast. Anyway, but here I am a year later, and I'm so happy because I'm here today with my favorite person in the world, Amy Van Buren, my sister. Hey, fam. Hey fam, is that <laughs> is that what I should start calling calling the the listeners? Oh, do we call the, them chatters? Hey I mean, chatter. I haven't formally called them anything as they are so few in them. numbers. But don't call them them. Just kidding. Yeah, like you know, I really could be on like a first name basis with most of the listeners at this point. I think, but who knows? Like, we'll just keep going at it. And then if there is a time that comes where we do have to give them a proper name because like they're because like the mass, then yeah, chatter sounds fine. Anyway, and for the first time ever, I don't know if I'm going to do anything with this footage, but I'm filming the podcast. And I did my makeup at like 12 o'clock today and then didn't do anything else. So Mary gets all the glory because she looks glam AF. I did reapply my L'Oreal like Lumi lotion. Wait, um, I bought that. <laughs> I feel like it smells so funny on my face. I've never noticed the smell. The wrong thing. Okay, yours is rotten or got peed in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that that was a gross picture. I didn't have to take it that far, but anyway, you should. <laughs> You should seek retribution and a refund. No, it's like, you don't think self-tanners like smell bad? This is not a self-tanner. Okay, I think I bought the wrong thing. I'll show yeah, you. Yeah, I think you did. Because <laughs> this is like glow. It's like a gradual, yeah, it's a gradual tanner. Right? Not this. Nope, nope, nope. These are like illuminating. That's what um, I meant to buy. I bought the, Jer- I think I bought the Jergens slow moisturized tan. Like, is this a moisturizer? No. These are like little pieces, pieces. They're like, <laughs> it's like a cream. It's like a bronzer cream thing. This anyway. is cream. Sorry, guys. Anyway. I did put my, yeah, it's something to address later. Um, <laughs> but I'm here. I have my sparkly uh, knockoff Stanley. My, Can you uh, like that? 
my family, if you will. <laughs> um, and I feel like my, my Tatley, I feel like I have to have it here as like a reminder that I have been like making the cringiest content ever lately. Um, one of those being TikTok. Cause I, every now and then I have like a TikTok that does really well. I'd say like one in every 10 TikToks gets like over a hundred thousand, whatever. And so TikTok invited me to be part of this like affiliate shop creator program thing where they're like offering like a lot of affiliate money and just like free stuff. Like I was allowed to like go through the shop and like pick like free things that I wanted. I just have to make a video about them. And it's like, you don't even have to like make the video about them. Just like have it in the shot. So anyway, so I've been putting a lot of crap in my TikTok. Can you put more in the shot? This isn't for that. No, this is literally, I have it right here. Can you take a not, sip? Not as promo. Wow, it's like almost like the real thing. This is your skin so glowy because you drink so much water now? Yeah, with my 40 ounce tumbler family cup. Anyway. So like I got like a pool floaty from them for my kids. And then I was like, yes, I will make a video about it. And then I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I don't want to make a video of my kids in the pool. Like, that's creepy. And like, like, I don't want to make a video of my kids, period, for these things. I don't know. But if anybody has any ideas. If you can't make money off your kids, why have them? (laughs) True. Just kidding. Um, But if anybody out there has any ideas for a video that would not be shot in a pool because I don't want my my kids in their swimsuits on TikTok, nor do I want to be on it in my swimsuit <laughs> on TikTok. Um, if anybody has video ideas for a giant flamingo pool floaty, like one of those like humongous ones, put it in a ball um, pit. Bring it to yeah. One I was of like, oh yeah, let me just <laughs> let me just get my <laughs> ball pit out. Anyway, I don't even know why I'm ranting about this. Oh, I just I got distracted by the pale pink sparkly Stanley because I'm like, okay, this is a reminder that I've just been making cringy Look. content for money. I'm a sellout, and I think that's what they call it. It has not been cringy. I love your content, especially wow. this one that I'm on. You, you're Hope in this it. Gets the, 100,000 as well. You're in it for the fame. I've always known that about you. Limelight. Anyway, we are here today. We have a myriad of topics to discuss. I'm so excited. I was hoping that like over the weekend there would be like a big bombshell like news story that like we could just chat about and like we're so excited to talk because I mean I set this date like a month ago when really I should have done it last week after succession ended so then I could like come on here and like talk about succession. Yeah. But like I an idiot, was ask I didn't. You, I was gonna ask you if we could do a succession slash um, Ted Lasso, a uh, little tie up there. But then I was thinking, oh, you already did succession on your like click your click throughs, your stories on Instagram. <laughs> Is that what the kids are calling them nowadays? <laughs> That's what I call it. But um, did you watch the Ted Lasso, uh, or did you recap that it's, one yet? It's know. like you. It's like you do not know me. I. I have. I know one person who's half of you. Half of my husband? Is that what you mean? (laughs) Am I in like a. I know he watches it. I know you don't watch it. Community property state for (laughs) TV watching. Um, He owns you. My goodness. I've tried Ted Lasso a few times. It's kind of like Schitt's Creek, where I'm like, people like it. 
No, I'm not that person. Oh gosh, that really is the best show. Like, Shit's okay, Creek. I think I was, I went into Ted Lasso with, like, bad expectations because people were talking to me like it was, like, a laugh a minute, like, the funniest thing I'll ever see. And it just wasn't that. It's, like, heartwarming more than funny. I can't hear you because you're on mute. Yeah. It's probably you're speaking lies. What's up? Were you saying yes, it is a laugh a minute? No, I was saying it was more, I I guess it depends on who's watching it. Because for Nate, it is a laugh a minute. For me, it's, like, heartwarming, like, cute, like, interesting. I don't know. Like, it's, like, a fun story to follow. But he's, like, really laughing every minute. And I'm, like, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I just don't need wholesome content from the man that like laid down in front of Olivia Wilde's car. That's to, also like, wholesome. Make... Do you think that's wholesome? <laughs> that's wholesome. If Nobody a man has ever was like put their hey, life on the line for me before. Amy, we need to we need to come back to this topic at a later date because that's it's not wholesome. <laughs> what I'm referencing is when Jason Sudeikis laid down in front of the car that Olivia Wilde was trying to like drive away in with their children to go see a la Kendall Roy Kendall Roy remember, yeah, tried to pull one of those yeah that was perfect anyway so I just like don't need wholesome content from from that man you do it's a really good show but it, I feel like it is more enjoyable that I do watch it with someone who does laugh every minute like I don't know if I'd want to watch that show by myself um, I don't know Alex, but like, so Alex, Alex watches it, right? Like, why don't you watch it with him? He hasn't Did kept he up with this- it. No, so he oh. loved like season one and season two. He started season three. It kind of lost him. And um, one like funny, quirky, funny thing about my husband is that he is addicted to this website called Cougar Board, which sounds weird, but it's like it's like BYU Cougars, not not like the the women that want to date younger men. Oh, um, it's like marry and rope your man in, keep him in line. It's like he's a seeking a cougar when really he like married me when I was like five years younger than him. It's obsessed. <laughs> anyway, no, he's on Cougar Board, like BYU Cougar Board all the time. And he like gets all of his cultural references like from there. He loves to tell me pop culture news that happened like two weeks ago because that's when Cougar Board finds out about it. And the Cougar Board has not been loving this new season of Ted Lasso. So like he'll love to be like, yeah, it sounds like it was another bad episode of Ted Lasso last night, according to Cougar Board. I'm like, why don't you watch it yourself? Wow, why do you have- shocked. Why do you have to be a hive mind with Cougar Board? Just Get your own opinion, but he hasn't watched, to my knowledge. Honestly, that stuff happens to me. I'm like easily influenced. Um, but he, I'm really surprised he hasn't watched because it's like the season, the series finale. And from what I heard on a different podcast, people were like, "Oh, it was so good!" And now I have nine minutes left of the last episode, and it's really good. Like it ties it all together perfectly. The same way I feel about Succession now. The first time I watched it, I didn't feel like that, but now I feel like it was honestly tied together perfectly. Okay, I've been like rewatching random like episodes from the earlier seasons of Succession. Like I'm not completely watching through. I'm just like watching the ones that I really like. L to the um, OG, a banger. Dude, be the OG. Yeah, he's playing, playing like a G. Um. Best. Anyway, but I kind of noticed, not to like 
nag on succession it's a masterpiece but lots of like plot lines that they didn't explore or kind of like left open-ended or like just like decided that they didn't care about i was watching in season two and like this woman making a biography about the roys was like a huge plot line and like nothing ever came from that ever true and um there was like another one that popped up where i'm like Nothing really happened with that. And, like, remember all that, like, preamble about, like, the um, the court case and, like, everything that's bad like, that's going to happen to them? And then just kind of one episode, they were like, DOJ's fine with it. Everything's good. Yeah. It's like, I, I sort of feel like the finale was kind of like a season. Like, if the last season was a show. Like, it, like all, everything collectively. I need to analyze kind of that like sentence. What does that mean? Theory. Sorry? If the season was a show, what does that mean? If this last season was a show, like if we didn't watch it from like episode one, season like, you know, because I just feel like everything collectively was like, oh, this is enjoyable to watch or like this is, you know, interesting to watch or whatever, not necessarily Mm -hmm. enjoyable, but because it didn't tie all like, like everything I needed to be tied up at the end was tied up, I guess. Like I was satisfied with the ending. But like you're saying, there's all these things that was like, okay, then what was that even for? Well, it's just like to watch (laughs) is what I think. Not really for the whole story. Yeah, I feel like I, I mean, my thoughts about the succession finale, like after sitting with it for a week or whatever, is just, it was great. It was really great. And like nothing stupid happened, which is like, I think like all you could ask for from your show, like. I was expecting like a bombshell, like something insane to happen. Yeah, same. When in reality, it was just a lot of the decisions like made sense for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. but also I think that the season needed one more episode at least. Like, yeah, I can. It's kind of like yada 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 at the end of the show, and it and, like we're ending it just like with a board meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have liked another especially last night when i was like what do i do with the rest of my night now the succession's not on anymore but um but also i don't really know what else i'd really need to see are you going to try to watch the idol um well i used to try to watch euphoria a little bit and honestly and i'm pretty like open to anything and it was kind of hard for me to watch so i think i'm going to try to watch the idol but i'm assuming it will be just as bad or worse than euphoria so i'm not definitely like like intense like you can't watch it when your kids are home or anything you know which is like like, why am i watching this it's like both okay so i um i feel the same way about euphoria i'm like i'll watch anything as long as it like makes sense like if a show has like a sex scene in it or something like that's fine with me as long as it like makes sense and it's not just like we're just throwing like porn right. like, for fun, which seems to be Sam Livingston's Livingston Livingston's uh like MO. Like mm-hmm. with Euphoria, so much of especially it. with Euphoria, how they're supposed to be in high school or whatever. Yeah. Like that kind of feels extra icky. But then now that uh the idol, I don't fully know like a lot about it, but like I'm assuming they're like adults, like they're not in high school. So I guess mm-hmm. I could maybe like put my head somewhere better but it's so much worse so i oh okay great i like was going to protest it which i mean is stupid but like i remember when like the trailer came out and like the stories came out about the show because like the story is that this woman 
was the writer and showrunner of the show. I wish I had her name in my noggin right now, but I don't. And she was fired. Like, so they had like this whole vision for a show. They had written it. They got the cast to sign on. Um, like people signed up for like for one kind of show. And it was like a Britney Spears type, like rise of like rise to fame. It was like talking about kind of like mental health and the fame and celebrity and whatnot. Like, and it had the bones to be like a creative show. Somehow she gets fired. They replace her with Sam Levingston and they bring in the weekend. The weekend was already like involved as like an actor in the show, but brought him in. Um has he done acting with, before? With more Yeah, he was in uh what's it? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Oh. Remember? <laughs> I never saw that. Um but, but I like, have heard of it. <laughs> other than that, like no like real like acting credentials. But like so he got like way more involved. Sam Levingson then turned it into like a porn trauma cult show. So like mm-hmm what was supposed to be kind of like an exploration of fame is now just like this girl is like so vulnerable. And then like, she gets involved with this like guy that's going to help her like improve her art, but also is like kind of like roping her into this like fame cult thing. They do, they do horrible sexual stuff. And isn't this Johnny Depp's daughter? Mm hmm. Okay. So I, I saw like a couple clips on TikTok and everybody was just talking about how bad it was. And then I saw one TikTok that said like, if you fast forward through everything, there's probably like 15 minutes of content in it. And I was like, okay, like I could give it like 15 minutes of like content, dialogue, whatever. And yeah, so, like, like why totally. Would make a show with 15 minutes of watchable like 15 content? to 20 minutes. And even the watchable content was the most boring stuff ever. And like the sexual stuff. I mean, I haven't even made it through. And again, I could take a lot. I didn't even lot. know it was on already. It, I think people just like aren't into it. Um, but it, it's horrible, it's like actual junk. And it's like, I'm gonna sound like an old Karen, but it's just wild that it could be like on like a TV set. Like, that it could be on a TV set, and that like a little well, with that said, I'm gonna try it out. Yeah, with that review, <laughs> if you're you're feeling lonely go turn on the idol my goodness um but yeah it's horrible do not recommend it's not fit for human consumption anyway um okay we have topics because i'm an organized person and now i can delete from my topics list the idol also though the whole entire time i kept thinking i can't believe that this is lily rose depp johnny depp's daughter and that she's like in the show where she's so clearly like I mean maybe maybe she's totally fine with it so we're not supposed to call it exploitation well she's how old is she in real life do you know in her early 20s I'm sure she dated Til- Timothy Chalamet so couldn't be that old or that young she's mm-hmm. got to be in the young 20s sphere um like, the first, like, 15 minutes, like, they're dealing with, like, some, like, PR crisis. And I'm, like, there's no way that they're actually going to show what this is on the on my TV right now, on my phone. And, yeah, then they, like, show it. And I'm, like, I can't believe that this is, like, an A-lister's A-list daughter that, like, let this happen to her on screen. It's it's odd. It's odd. Hmm. Anyway. He's also my- an odd man. Johnny Depp. 
He's also what? An odd man. Johnny Depp. Like, yes, I do not think we'll be okay with him. What do you just take a sip from your? (laughs) Yeah, if you are interested in this cup that I just took a sip from, go to my TikTok and then click on the TikTok shop link for this (laughs) fake Stanley sparkly cup. Anyway, deleting the idol from our um thing anyway okay taylor swift and maddie healy broke up and the world rejoices i i don't rejoice i love taylor swift Did, did anybody ever know that about me i love taylor swift and before all this like new news about maddie healy came out i liked maddie healy and like when his videos would pop up on my for you page i'm like okay he's arrogant but he's funny and the music is good and like a lot of this clearly is a bit so i'm yeah, into like it, it doesn't rub you wrong really like you his arrogance doesn't make you feel weird like it's like fun i 100 percent compare it to john mayer like i think that maddie healy and i mean I'm expecting that he's probably going to be like less online and everything from this point forward. I feel like him and John Mayer have like the same complex within them where like they're really, really talented and they're really funny and they're um they're really arrogant and they love to hear themselves talk, like they love to yap. And so they talk and talk and talk in these interviews and then they end up really getting themselves into trouble because they're talking and then like they're pushing the envelope and like oh well what if I say this and what if I say that and what if I say that and then it just like then they end up saying horrible things anyway big John Mayer vibes Uh, but I did not like them together there was like kind of a time right before he got like super canceled where I was like so like my first initial response to them being together was shock and horror And then, like, a week into it, I was like, maybe I'm into this. Like, maybe, like, she got out of, like, this relationship that she didn't like. And now she's with this rocker dude. And he seems fun and whatever. Whatever. The stuff that he said on that podcast deeply disturbed me. And then all I could think of was, like, how is Taylor Swift allowing this to happen? And I hate it when people, like, say everything is, like, PR or calculated or whatever. But with Taylor Swift, a lot of it really is... And not even, like, from her team, but, like, from herself. Like, I think there's certain people that, like, she will... Would you say that she's a mastermind? I would say that she's a mastermind, yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like there's people that she would and would not allow herself to associate with. And I was shocked. Like, actually shocked that she didn't, like, stop herself, like, from being in a relationship with him. And... Not even that, but, like, was totally fine being seen with him constantly, even though people knew that he was, like, a controversial figure or whatever. Because, like, the t- the thing about Taylor Swift, too, is, like, she knows how to be seen and how not to be seen. We barely see her for, like, three years. And then all of a sudden we see her in paparazzi shoots mm-hmm. once a day. Like, so it was very odd. Well, do you think that there's any truth to them having made music together that's going to be coming out or no? I don't believe that we will be seeing the music. Um, unless really he's on. It was like a real relationship, real breakup situation. 100%. Yeah. 
I like no like friendship had... music, like maybe hooking up, like this was her boyfriend. I think it was her boyfriend. I don't think that there's any career angle to this whatsoever. I think maybe they like happened to make music together, but like all the people saying like, oh, they're doing this to promote like 1989. He's going to be on the 1989 Taylor's version or something like they don't need to promote it that way. They don't need to well, do that. Just that one little bit that they had um, on their each of their concerts or whatever. That will keep me up at night. Until uh, there's a song that comes out that's set that's called or whatever. What what do they say? Like you know who you are, I love you, or something like well, that. Well, she's not making any original music right now. All she's doing is vault. But and maybe she is. She surprises people. Maybe she made one song. I don't know. Because the thing about maybe the records, like I am shocked. Shocked. Actually in shock and awe that we don't have a all of the re-records by this point and b at least like that we don't at least have like 1989 and i know that isn't she like letting everyone sit with these albums like i'm still listening to the re-record of red but the thing is is like it's not supposed to be for that i know because she wants to re-own her masters because every single day she doesn't own shake it off Scooter Braun or like the Shamrock music group that owns her music now makes money every single day that goes by and she doesn't get that money they do like she gets the publishing or I mean she gets the uh she gets like the songwriting credit copyright money but she doesn't get like the publishing Mm -hmm. so you would think that she would just be going after the songs at least like just like releasing shake it off her version or something like when she did wildest dreams yeah, like you would think that she would just be trying to release us. Time. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's just it's very odd. For unlimited meetings, I don't know. I running out of get time. Back together. Sorry, Zoom is like letting oh, me know wow. that we only have ten minutes left. But I will restart this in ten minutes, and then we'll just <laughs> edit it together. Movie magic, Thank baby. Thanks a lot. Anyway, yes. but Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy, Healy broke up. We don't know much She's about it. Um, all we know is from TMZ and somebody, um, somebody like messaged me actually like a couple people and we're like, how do we know that they really broke up? The thing is guys, TMZ, it's going to sound kind of funny because it used to be a joke. They are like a reputable gossip news organization, but site publication. Um, they like used to be like really like tabloidy but now they only release things if it's been like verified by their sources like 99% of the time like I think everybody knew that like Kobe Bryant really died yeah that's how I found out yeah because it was on TMZ like there were like all these rumors but people were waiting for like TMZ to to confirm or people and I think TMZ was the first to confirm that he had like passed away so that's kind of like where this is at so when you see news on TMZ, especially if it says like a source or a friend close to whatever the couple, it means that's like been a verified thing. But they're real people. I don't know. I just last thing I have to say is every good girl needs a bad boy. I love them together. Is that why you married your husband? Literally, yes. <laughs> Literally, yes. That's why I married You're my just husband like, as well. Like he, she needs some edge to her, like. 
I just feel like they're like a perfect match, super smart, super talented, fun. Like he could like show her some fun. I don't know. I don't want to body shame anybody. You're body shaming. <laughs> Not body shame. And I mean, I do think Are it's like skinny? no. <laughs> I I feel like anybody ever talking about anybody's teeth is like a cheap shot because I'm like orthodontia is expensive and teeth are genetic Not and weird. whatever. But Maddie Healy, it, like, it just doesn't look like he brushes his teeth. Like, it I does. I just feel like it's a bit to be British. <laughs> <laughs> it's a that? bit, but then he kisses Taylor Swift for those bit teeth. With that bit. He kisses his security guard with that bit. They're fluorescent teeth. I don't know. I'll have to take another look. But honestly, I'm so, like, distracted by his charisma that I'm, like, not scared of his teeth. And that's a direct I'm distracted quote by the Swift. podcast. I'm distracted <laughs> by the the horrible things he said because I'm a good person. I'm just kidding. I just want you to feel bad. But anyway, Taylor Swift and Maddie oh, Healy are shaking it off when it comes to their relationship. The singers have broken up. TMZ has learned, according to a friend close to the situation, which means like her publicist. Taylor is in fact single again, although it is still unclear exactly why they've now split up. It was a pretty whirlwind ro- romance. Just last month, Maddie popped up at all three of Tay Tay's Nashville concerts. Right and that was the- adorable. That those were cute videos. Right on the heels of the news that she and Joe Alwyn had split after six years together. From then on, Maddie and Taylor were becoming inseparable when she wasn't performing. We saw them out and about in NYC multiple times, double dating with their friends and heading up a recording studio. Maddie was even spotted sneaking into Taylor's NYC townhouse, and he even hung out with Taylor's dad during her heiress tour stop in Philly. Although they just started dating, the artists have known each other since 2014 when Taylor went to a concert for his band in 1975. Also, why does he have gray hair now? I mean, there's more to this I'm article. Sorry to keep but... plugging my husband, but Nate's getting gray hair. <laughs> I feel like it happens, and he's stressed out by all the paparazzi and uh, gossip. Is that what happened to your husband too? <laughs> That's literally what happened to Nate. No, did I send you the picture of my gray hair that I found? Yeah, I have one. You did. I've been had one. <laughs> I like I've since been I was had little. One. <laughs> since you were since little. I was little. Is this yeah. like an Anna Elsa They're situation? They're coming even more now. They haven't been seen in public together since May 25th when they were out on a dinner date. We still don't know exactly why the breakup went down, but there was a big clue. Things were over when the 1975 performed this weekend in Denmark. Maddie had a history of kissing random people in the crowd, but during a January concert, which Taylor was attending, he said he was putting a kibosh on that move. Well, lo and behold... During this weekend's concert, he locked lips with the security guard. Talk about single and ready to mingle. Of course, oh that God. goes for you too, Taylor. Who wrote this article? TMZ, um, but now you guys don't I have to click on it. Oh, you got the best. Um, I don't know. They should get back together. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I think her and Joe are getting back together. Eminently. I think it's coming. She keeps crying during the secret songs. And then like there's these little news stories like popping out like Joe has been miserable. Like he he was unsure about things before, but this break has given him clarity. Like it's coming. He's he will be Joe but, okay. Alwyn. So Joseph this... Maxwell Alwyn, I don't know his middle name, will be at the Eras Tour stop 
sometime in 2023. He'll be at one of them. Um. Anyway, I just can't believe that Joel Alwyn ever gave it up. Like the this notion that like this was ever his choice. I'm like, what else do you have going on, Joel Alwyn? Every job. I'm like, if you're not sure about marrying someone, there is something called divorce. You marry Taylor Swift. There's a prenup. Who cares? You marry her. And then if you're not happy, you get divorced. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. I literally can't think of one reason why he wouldn't marry her after six years. Like, you don't date someone just to continue to date them when you're in your 30s for six years or seven years or whatever it was. There's literally no reason. And it's like, I mean, the craziest thing about the Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift love story to me is that he was ever at the Met Gala that year to begin with. That, like, he was, like, I don't even know what his acting credits were before then, but I do know his acting credits after that, and they're all thanks to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I heard he's not that great of an actor. I actually never watched anything that he was in, but. Conversations with Friends was painful. Actually painful. Why would Taylor let him do that? I don't know. But what's um what's kind of funny about marry her? Excuse me. Well, what's kind of funny about like everything that's been happening with like Maddie Healy, whatever, is um. So as we know, Phoebe Bridgers and Paul Mescal were dating and then engaged. Paul Mescal was on the Sally Rooney show, Normal People, an amazing show. Did you ever end I up watching that? I almost started that last night. I almost started it, and I was like, I'm gonna watch Shit's Creek again. I'm going to punch you in the face. You need to go watch it. Um, anyway, so he, he was on that. There were like all these rumors that they were in like some kind of thruple with Daisy Edgar Jones, who was like the star of Normal People. And this would be like Phoebe Bridgers' like third thruple that she's been in. She's like a very, very messy person. Messy? So it was, like, she's just thruple She's just a thruple person. So... All of her throuples kind of like involved infidelity, whatever. Then there was like rumors that Daisy Edgar Jones was like involved in the infidelity. But then in October of this year, Maddie Healy, who's publicly been in love with Phoebe Bridgers for a long time, has said that he's the lo- that she's the love of his life multiple times. She'll never give him a chance. He posts a picture of him kissing Phoebe Bridgers with Bo Burnham in the back. With his arms around both of them. So Maddie Healy kissing Phoebe Bridgers. And then that was like the demise of the Paul Mescal Phoebe Bridgers relationship. And then Maddie Healy is involved in this other breakup of another Sally Rooney relationship, Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift, because Joe Alwyn was on the Sally Rooney show Conversations with Friends. And somehow Phoebe Bridgers and Maddie Healy are involved in both of these things happening. And then, the I mean, I shouldn't say and then. Just a funny thing that I saw today, which is semi-unrelated, is that somebody was looking through their pictures of them at a Renaissance fair, like them and the, their friends. Wait, and, I saw this. And Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham walked by in, like, wigs and outfits. And they just were there amongst the people at a Renaissance, Renaissance fair. Yeah, and you would never know. He's, like, in a knight's costume. And, like, yeah. she's Phoebe Bridgers, but she also looks like a kind of like a plain person, like, in general. Mm-hmm. Like, if it wasn't for her tattoos, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks like her. But anyway, that was just, like, a funny tidbit. 
Anyway, that story was all over the place. Um, I think Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift are getting back together soon. Okay. Um, oh, quick note. Uh, Amy, what is your Eras Tour ticket buying process like at the moment? Where are you at? I'm nowhere right now. What's yours? How much are they? I thought, like, don't you have to wait till like, last minute and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, like right now, if you buy them resale, they're thousands. And if they're not thousands, it's a scam. I just thought that Wait, you were how like, much am I making from doing this episode? Thousands <laughs> and one. Wait, will you give me all the proceeds of this uh, fake Stanley Cup commission? Nope. No? No, not, too lucrative. Not if I come with you? I have four children. I have to feed them. I'm sorry. You don't want um, to take me to Taylor Swift if you make $1,000? Once upon a time, I did tell you that you were supposed to go to Taylor Swift with me, and then you didn't want to, so then I brought I my six-year-old. I have a two-week-old. You cannot do that to me. I love put- Taylor, but I weirdly love my daughter, like, 1% more. Like, I was her only lifeline, and she was two weeks old. Amy, you put the diaper on, and then you get there. And then you just pump in the bathroom like I did. I I posted that reel and it's the most annoying thing of my life. It's gotten like 600,000 views, which has been nice. I'm sorry, how many? 600,000? Did you hear me say that number? Um, It's gotten a lot of views, but the comments have just been stupid. And like, I've been internet, internet fighting with this girl for the last like week because she thinks that the baby name August is like stupid and embarrassing that like I named him after a Taylor Swift song. Put her on blast and- on I Just Want to Chat. No, she. it's on I Just Want to Chat. It's on my Instagram. And she, like, is just not stopping. Like, everyone is being mean to her in the comments. They're like, okay, Gianna, like, you have an ugly name. And I'm like, well, we don't need to go that far, but whatever. Um, And she just, like, doubles down and doubles down and doubles down. Yesterday, I finally told her, I'm like, girl, just take your L and leave. Like, get out of She needs a hug. I know, but, like, she's just, she's not stopping. What is wrong with people? I don't know. I can't even Well, for the record, August is a beautiful name. Thanks, Amy. He's a beautiful boy. The other day, I was almost about to name him Sam. Like, that was my plan, like, throughout the whole pregnancy. The other day, I called him Sam. He's almost five months old. Isn't that insane? Well, you have a lot on your your plate. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot of kids. It's It's insanity. Zing. Anyway, um, okay, Eras Tour ticket scams. Let me just say, if you're getting scammed out of um your money for the Eras Tour, I'm not saying it's your fault, but I am saying there's so many ways to be safe about it. If you're not buying them via PayPal goods and services, you deserve to get your money taken. Controversial opinion. Um, there's well, now this- I know. So, like, a couple, like, two weeks ago, there was this uh, TikTok comment that I saw that said, like, what was it? Like, hey, like, my mom is selling tickets for Santa Clara. If anybody is looking for tickets, this is her Instagram. And, I and like, the comment was posted, like, 12 minutes before I saw it. And I'm like, I'm interested in going to the Santa Clara show. Um so I messaged her and I was like, her daughter, it looked like she had a real Instagram. 
like, hi, I just saw that your daughter commented on a um, TikTok about you selling your heiress tickets. How much are you selling for? What what uh, are the seats? Hello. Yes, I've got the ticket for sale. Thanks for reaching out. I got three ticket for sale. So I'm like, okay, this is a scam, but let's investigate. Where are they? How much? And then she like gives me a really low number for literally the um, second row of the show. She says $397 per seat. And then she sends me a screenshot for like the wrong day. Anyway, so I told her I wasn't interested. And then she keeps messaging me like for days like, hey, Swifty, still want a ticket? I got two nights for the Santa Clara show. (laughs) Section 124, 300 ticket. I also have tickets for the first night Santa Clara show. So I'm like, so you just have uh, a back stock of You have a surplus of tickets? Then, like, days later, the tickets are good seats. Are you sure you're really in need of the tickets? And then I finally said, like, are you in need of some money? Because this is thirsty as hell. I said, like, you are so clearly trying to scam me. So, yes, I am sure. And she says, me scam? Are you for real? Wait, Um, wait. I kind of love her. (laughs) And then I I hit her with, like, this thing that I saw in um, a Facebook group. Uh, like a great way to weed out scammers is to be like, are the tickets on the lover side or on the reputation side? Which is like not a thing that exists at the show. And then I said, okay, okay. Are the tickets on the reputation side or on the lover side? And she goes, they're on the lover side. They're great seats. Everyone I know says great seats on the lover side. You should have said, what comes after one, two, three? Then she go. One, two, three tickets. I have tickets for all nights and stuff there. Four A, four B, or whatever. This morning, even after I called her a scammer, she says, hey, Swifty, are you actually sure you want to get the tickets? Like, she she keeps saying that. And also, she's spelling Swifty wrong. She's like, block me already. She's probably getting paid to, like, savage you. Probably. Who who here is paying? Anyway. (laughs) Guys, is this good con? This con, no, this is I'm good having content. fun. Um. Okay, I want to present a scenario to you. This is a completely different topic. Today, I was on Instagram. This is a little internet corner, slightly snarky. I was on the internet, and I saw that Turtle Creek Lane. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, let me send you her Instagram. Turtle Creek Lane? Yeah. So, she is a LDS influencer living in the Dallas area. Um, She does, like, the most insane, like, house decor for, like, all the holidays. Um, She's actually, like, honestly, to me, I think she's, like, a chaotic good. Like, I, I think that she's harmless and, like, She's so rich. Okay. Like, they are so rich, like independent from her influencing. She's like independently rich. I mean, like her and her husband. Um, but then like the influencing on top of it, like makes so much money. And she's like crazy, and like her kids are crazy. Her yes, daughter Tiffany that. just had a baby, and they like mined it for every single inch of content it was worth. Man. They're- one of the funniest videos of all time, this is getting into real snark territory, but one of the funniest videos of all time is the daughter, Tiffany, telling her husband that she's pregnant. 
and the husband is like, congratulations <laughs> to her. And like, That's there's funny. some there's something potentially a little off about their relationship, if you know what I mean. That's extra snarky, but I know what you mean. But she like is he's like congratulations, and she's like you did that, boy, and he's like hey, no. yeah, I did. I'm like this is so awkward. But anyway, oh no, that's, on, that should not be on the internet. Yeah, on the internet today, um, Turtle Creek Lane posted that she um took her daughter to the mall, and like this could have been for a birthday or something. I'm not sure, mm. but said like you have 30 minutes to spend five hundred dollars. Mm. You have to spend all $500 or else the money comes back to me. You don't get to keep anything and no gift cards. And like, it seems like they just did this like for content and the daughter's like 14 or 15. Um, And they were making it sound like it was the world's biggest task, like $500. I'm like, first of all, everything that you own is probably worth 250, you know, like just go to your normal stores and buy two items. Um, yeah, well, go like to Cheesecake were... Factory really quick. Yeah. <laughs> go, just go straight to Cheesecake. By the way, everybody, Cheesecake Factory now has a rewards program. I'm the queen of restaurant rewards programs. There is not a rewards program that I will not sign up for. Um, And today in my email, Cheesecake Rewards, it's happening. Good day. Let's go. Why aren't we doing the pod there? Uh, I don't know. The one thing about Cheesecake Factory not a great place uh to hear people like we also like... had the most chaotic waiter of all time last time he would yes. not let us do the pod without him he belongs in this podcast because it's chaotic but anyway the 500 dollars thing would you be able to do that they were acting like it was like the biggest craziest task ever and i'm like what was it again how long did you have 30 minutes 100 percent, i could do it in five minutes yeah, that's what I was thinking. And like they were at a good mall and like the video was like, "Oh, she's trying on the shoes, trying to decide which color she wants." I'm like, "Freaking get them both." I don't know. We're killing those shoes. Okay, rich people are insane. It's yeah, influencers are insane. Um, but that was just like what was on my noggin today. I kept thinking about $500 and they acted like that was like the craziest thing. Like if it was like Five thousand, I'd be like, oh, I wonder what you'd pick up. But five hundred dollars, like I could spend five hundred dollars at Target, like really fast. At the end of the thirty minutes, she had only spent like two hundred and fifty, and then probably her... for like content, like for people to comment on or something, because that's like yeah. really stupid. And then her, um, then like the daughter, a different daughter came in. To help her like finish up the job at Sephora, so she got like five extra minutes, and then they spent all the money. Yeah, you can Sephora. literally buy three things at Sephora and spend five hundred dollars. Yeah. Go get a Dyson Airwrap; you deserve it. Little, Seriously, little young. Oh, you sorry. Actually, you won't have enough money. Yes. By the way, um, I plan to like make like a little story series about this this week, but um, sometimes I so I do the TikTok roundups on my page. And sometimes people will do like very engagement baity things in the in like their TikToks or whatever. Recently there was this one that I reposted 
where somebody was eating frozen yogurt and then they had like a bowl of sprinkles in the bowl next to them and like they like would take a scoop of froyo and then like put it in the bowl of sprinkles and then eat it and i got a couple of people that commented like why is he doing it like that i'm like he's doing it like that so then you'll go into the comments and you'll say like why are you doing it like that um so i just want people to be vigilant that was a little tangent but wait sorry i have to chime in really fast i saw such a good one recently where somewhat well the ad was for like um over garage like storage like those bins and stuff and then the rat runs by (laughs) yeah i was like that is really good there's but i had to um, read the comments to like find that it was like not legit well like of course there's these people they make content that's like one just like to make people outraged and for engagement so they get like paid per view but then also um a lot of it's like fetish content like if you ever see like a i know it's so gross but like i mean not to yuck anybody else's yum but if uh what really gets you going is like a woman who like like you'll see in these cooking videos it's like these women who like are like stirring something really slowly or like shaking their hands and like like if you see a cooking video and it's like very handsy and like they're working slow and like the rest the recipes are like a little zany like it'll be like peeps rice crispy treats and then like they just look like a muddled gross mess at the end of it that's this engagement bait and also it's like weird fetish content like for hand fetishes um but another like thing that they'll do in these engagement bait bait videos is in the like like they'll open up the refrigerator then there will be like a box of tampons or in the refrigerator or like some like dishwasher detergent or like laundry detergent or something so then everybody will comment and be like why is your laundry detergent or why is your box of tampons in the refrigerator um is and anybody then they respond what if i told you i'm a mastermind yeah that's exactly they're all swifties that was a more dad <laughs> no but just anyway everyone stay vigilant out there sorry for that tangent um turtle creek lane she's crazy um there was also like another big internet like influencery thing to talk about now i can't remember what it was i'm really good at this job if i think of it i will post about it on my instagram stories um sean mendez and camilla cabello are back together do you care about that um, I don't care, but I like I like it. I've had like my suspicions about them as people in general, but like they're like some like a couple weirdos that are meant to be. Yeah, I feel like they have nothing to lose like by being together. Like well, they kind I, of they've lost their fame in my eyes. Like mm-hmm. maybe I'm not the right demographic anymore. I used to love Sean Mendez. I never like loved Camila Cabello, but um like I don't care what they're doing these days yeah. at all. Well, I mean, like, the last thing John Mendez did, to my knowledge, is Lyle Lyle Crocodile, the oh, movie. I, I need to visit that. <laughs> um, the last thing he did was that Wonder documentary that I heard that everyone hated, so I feel weird about that. He had a Shawn Mendes documentary? Yeah, he didn't even know. It's not no. even that old. He came out, like, this year. I've- I love the clip. It's giving share. See? That's what I was saying. I've had my questions about these individuals. Yeah, I mean, I've already said it. Like, I hate it when people harp on, like, it's a PR relationship. Because I'm like, what are you talking about? They got together truly to promote their song, Senorita. 
back in the day. And it worked like, that's because why... it was a banger. Yeah, it got to number one. So I was like, okay, they're number one. And then COVID happened. And then we saw like all of their pictures of them walking where like she'd be walking with like an empty coffee coffee cup. Remember those? Yes, I do. Like they were going on like daily paparazzi walks and stuff. And they and, like, looked was... like a mess. Yeah, they like, looked they like look... drugs. Yeah, like, they looked strung out. I feel like the coffee cup thing was engagement bait, like, in and of itself. Anyway, but, like, they're, both their fame has waned. They haven't come out with anything good in a long time. So now I'm just kind of like, of course they're going to get back together. Like, what uh, What do they have to lose? Like, people are writing about them now. Amy's cat just walked into the background. Amy, do you want to tell them the quick story Hi. about your cat, the miracle? Yeah, okay, so we moved into a new house, and then our cat had never, ever, ever, like, been outside, ran away before, whatever, and he ran away, came back a few days later, and then a few months later, he ran away, like, for good, and at the end of January, and we haven't seen him since, and then today, I get a phone call, I'm about to ignore it, I got my cat from my sister, our sister, Anna, so, um, the chip was registered to Anna, even though when I called the vet and I said, does this cat have a chip? They said no. So, like, very weird. Anyway, this girl in my neighborhood has, like, been kind of, like, feeding Charlie amongst some other neighbors. The name of the cat is Charlie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the name of the cat is Charlie. And, um, like, after I don't even know how long took him to the vet. <clears throat> and they're like, yeah, this is Anna's number or whatever. She calls me and she's like, hey, I have your cat. And it was crazy. Like from the end of January to now, like that's a long time. We literally thought he was unwell, but um, he's well. Does he look bigger to you? Weight wise, not not to body shame your cat. He's a giant. He's literally yeah, but... like he belongs in a zoo. He's he looks so like weird. a different dude. Are we sure that this is the same cat? I know. Honestly, questionable. How does microchipping work? I'm not an animal person. It just has, like, all your information, or is it, like, a find my iPhone situation? Well, I just bought a collar that was, like, a find my iPhone thing, so hopefully that works out well. Um, But I think the chip, like, you bring it to the vet, and somehow they can scan the chip. Like, I don't even know where it is. I don't know anything about animals. I'm taking him to the vet tomorrow for the first time. Like, I've never taken an animal to the vet before. Sorry, is this boring? No, no, I'm (laughs) shocked by the audacity but um i'm pretty sure like the chip will just say like the owner's like name and address and i'm hoping like what shotsu's already had but i don't know we'll find out tomorrow stay tuned yes part two did you guys hear that noise i just dropped my podcasting mic i'm so sorry don't drop Uh, um, it okay uh before we conclude um, I just had two more little topics to chat with you about. Um, are you aware that you're not going to see any new seasons of your favorite TV shows or any movies for probably an extra year? Whoa, really? <laughs> probably like a good nine months. Wow. I did not. I actually know nothing about. Do you want to spill the beans or do you want me to say it's it? about the writer's strike? Yeah, I know nothing about it. So like, why don't they just pay these people? Pay that's them. what they need to do. So for those who don't know, the WGA, the Writers Guild of America is on strike right now. Which and is a union. Mar- yeah. So it's a union. And that like is comprised of anybody who is like an entertainment uh, writer for like TV, film, 
Um, like the podcasting is like a gray area, but really it's like for like TV and film is like what they're negotiating for. Um, writers for animation somehow are like not required to be part of the strike if they're part of the union. Um, but anyway, so like that's the only exception, but they're all pretty much striking anyway. When you're in the union, are you required to do what everyone else is doing? Like you're required to be in the strike? Basically, so they put the strike up to like an authorization vote, like with the the union members. And it had to pass by like something crazy, like 70 something percent of members had to say like, we authorize a a strike. Um, People, there are people called like scabs who like cross the picket line and like work anyway, but really um mm. they they don't work band together okay band together so the wga has been like trying to reach a deal with i wish i knew like the acronym off the, the top of my head but the people who are like all in charge of production in america um and the deal is because like back in the day when you used to write for a show like let's say that you like wrote a show or an episode of the office or something the idol just kidding the idol so like let's say that you wrote an episode of the office and you would get the money from like when it first aired and then you would get residual checks every time that they played it on the comedy central or like usa or something you would get checks every single time that that show would play But then once they moved over to streaming, they weren't getting those residuals anymore. So their content was being consumed like crazy, but like they weren't getting the money. And like in residuals are kind of like the bread and butter for all of the writers. Like there'd be there's this one guy I follow on TikTok. Like he wrote like a bunch of episodes of like King of Queens and like stuff like back in the day. And then like he basically like lives off of those checks. But with streaming, they don't get any of that. So they wanted to renegotiate deals for streaming because streaming's making an insane amount of money and then production companies and then the streamers. Yeah, the creators or whatever aren't making any money at all. Yeah. And this also goes for like for actors, for directors, but the WGA is like the first union that authorized a strike. Um, But also they're really worried about AI um, like taking over like jobs for writing. Like they want protections saying that like writers will not be replaced by ai yeah that's a uh, good thinking and it's like not something that the people are willing to compromise on that's crazy anyway so it's estimated they like don't think that so like they haven't been able to reach any kind of negotiation or deal or anything some local governments um for like new york and like la are going to make the organization meet up, like the organization that they're striking with. Again, I wish I knew the acronym. Starts with an A. Um, they're going to make them like go back to negotiation because every single day that like a production gets shut down by one of these pickets, the studios lose minimum of like 300,000 to like the millions. And so like these picketers, like they go to these sets and they pick it and get... The production shut down every single time they get shut down. There's like millions of dollars left on the table per week because of this. And like, it's not just harming like the production companies and stuff. Like it's harming the people who work craft services. It's how it's harming the hair and makeup people. Um, Like all these people's livelihoods are really just being threatened. It's not just like the writers and the production companies. Um, 
so like the LA and New York government is going to like force them to kind of come back to the table, but it's estimated that um that a deal won't be reached probably until like September. So that means that there won't be any new TV or movies in production or written within this time frame. In a weird way, I'm okay with that because I have so much to catch up I on. I do need to catch up a little bit. So much content. The only thing I would really care about is the other two. That's so a good. good one. It's so good. Well, like, think about like Stranger Things. So Stranger Things has had a halt. I didn't and even know it was all still these- going. All these kids like already don't look like teenagers by like 2025 when they're going to be able to start recording again. They'll have like really their own children by then. Like they're really not going to be looking like teenagers. Um so yeah, it is it's kind of like a rough time cuz we don't know like when new content is like going to Well, how do out. you feel about it? I think it's like not even a discussion. Like it's not a seems so stupid to me because nobody is supporting the big organization that the WGA is like striking against. Actors aren't in support of it. The act, the SAG authorization vote went through today. I wonder if they already tallied it. Um, But like the Screen Actors Guild, they're ready to strike. The Directors Guild, they're ready to strike. And like this will take so long if... um. Of just like no, uh, like no content, and they're just okay, going SAG, on getting... mm-hmm. the SAG, um, AFTRA members approved strike authorization with ninety seven percent yes vote. So ninety seven percent of the people in SAG say yes, we're okay to strike. So that means that they're probably going to go on strike as well. And are they like I don't really know how the union works. Are they getting paid at all during the strike? They are right. No, like they're not getting paid for any current work. Like they're still getting like whatever residuals they got from a long time ago. But when you strike um, and you're in a union, aren't you still getting paid somehow? I think you are. There's union funds. So there's like people can yeah. donate to strike funds and everything. But like there's people that already like can't pay their mortgage and stuff. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it would be the same as working. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I think they still get paid. Because they retain, why would they strike at all? They retain they their benefits. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, there's, like, strike funds for the people that need them. But, um... It would be everyone, I would think. Ish. Not, not really. Like, I mean, like, if you wrote a couple episodes of, like, a Disney Channel show that's in syndication, you're sitting pretty for a long time. You're making, like, 50000 Yeah, but how many people months. is that? I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking small... Anyway, um, and then people are, like, really donating tons of money to these causes. Like, if you're going to strike, those are the organizations you want to be in instead of, like, the grocery store strikes and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I like, rat in front of, like, the Meyer when we were growing up. <laughs> I I remember, like, our mom being so crazy about the strike <laughs> that was happening at Albertsons. And I feel like she used to... This is going to sound like I'm, like, talking shiz on my mom. But she... What? Which you would never. Never. Um, I remember, like, the Albertsons in our neighborhood was on strike. 
And she would like make the biggest production of like, well, I had to cross the picket line today because we needed syrup or whatever. Like I just felt horrible doing it. And I walked through the line and I told them all like, I'm sorry, I just have to do this. I wish I could be on the line with you. Like, I remember this from like being in like third or fourth grade. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. Like, but it was a constant production. Like the fact that I remember this from third or fourth grade of my mom constantly crossing the picket lines and being like, I felt horrible, but I had to do it. But like there were other ways and like there were other stores that were like not on. Yeah. Or like tap your own maple tree. Yeah, come on. We were living in Bealton, California. There's trees there. Um, anyway, just to quickly wrap up, what is your Vanderpump rules theory for the end of um for the end of the reunion? I just saw a theory on TikTok and I think it's the most solid one thus far that I've Okay, seen. so the thing that I accidentally texted you and I meant to text Vicky and then I unsent it was because I texted her. Well, I wanted to text her and then I never did. Um that like Mary wants me to be on her podcast and talk about my theories, but like, I don't have any. And then something came to me kind of like, I don't even think this would necessarily be it, but like, I know people are saying like Raquel, Rachel is pregnant, whatever. I definitely Never. don't think that's the case there. Um, I think it has something to do more with the show. Like if production was going to make them like go back to work, like be servers at Vanderpump or something like mm-hmm. that, like where they actually all have to interact with each other. Like, all the time maybe they want to want to film them because right now it's like they're not all friends they're not all hanging out right now it's like oh okay like you guys are gonna go on a little trip here or there or you're gonna go to dinner or lunch or whatever like of course that's easy to work into their lives but it, because the bombshell is supposed to be something that makes them maybe not want to renew their contracts mm-hmm. and that, that's the only case i could think of like would really having to really be having to be with these people all the time um or something else like where like lisa knew for longer but i still don't know i just i think they would still film i don't even think that would be a bombshell the theory that i saw that like i totally 100 percent believe in is along those lines it's that um that lisa's gonna announce that like tom tom is gonna be more of the focus of the show instead of sir um, yeah well that she wants it to kind of like distance from it a little bit so like that's why everyone's like we don't know if we Want but to be sir doesn't matter. Sir, so like I genuinely like love this show. I've watched the show for a long time. Sir doesn't really matter anymore. Sir's like not really on the show. Like Raquel is still a server there. All the like main characters. A lot of people got kicked off of this show, and I was hoping that would be something to do with them coming back on. But I don't know why they wouldn't want to film with them. I don't know. I just uh, I don't think that would be it at all because like who cares nobody cares about tom tom and nobody cares about sir because nobody really works there anymore i'll have to find like the link to the video because the way she explained it i was like okay it has to be this because it's like lisa like distancing herself and then like it just kind of be more of like a tom tom schwartz show and people just like not wanting to be yeah but at this point it's like nobody's really gonna support that show because like nobody likes either of those people anymore like they're so unlikable i feel like it probably needs one more season wrap it up because it's kind of crazy that's been on for 10 years and i mean i'm just speaking out of my butt because i've only watched episodes here and there and i've just like followed the stories in pop culture Mm -hmm. like from then on so like i'm not a religious viewer but this season i have yeah and i saw that into it too i think that maybe the only case where I could see that, like, 
being a thing is like if they maybe I don't know like fired not fired most of the cast but like made it like okay well if you want to be on the show at all you have to go to Tom Tom and like have lunch there and support them but I don't think that'd be the case except mm-hmm. for at one part in the reunion when Ariana and um, Lisa were talking or someone I forget what it was I guess it was Andy being like, are you going to be cool with Lisa still? And she's like, well, just not as cool as we used to be. And Lisa was yeah. like, what? And like, she took the Tom side, but they are in business together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't really see this show going on much longer. I think we're yeah. all as much as I'm like so obsessed with Vanderpump and I love all this drama and stuff. I think that after one more season, if they then get there, I don't know. No, then um, I agree. I think these people are uh, old. Yeah. I agree. I just rudely mo- motioned to my wrist as if I was wearing a watch to Amy because Zoom is letting me know that I only have one minute and six, and six seconds left to wrap this up. Um, but this does seem like a good natural stopping point. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Addis Much podcast. I'm so happy to be back. This is going to be good. Same. Be every, every week, every Tuesday, there will be a new upload. Amy, thank you so much for coming on. I haven't Thanks decided so if I'm going to put an ad on the front of this episode, but if I will, it will be for Bloody Buddy Cup. And if you are looking for a menstrual cup, um, use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off at bloodybuddy.com. Bloodybuddycup.com. Um, and anyway, thank you for listening. I love you all. And I love you, Amy. Love, you. love y'all. Love you, Mary. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>